The following podcast may contain mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, this is Glenn and welcome to the Glenn Thinks the Podcast, episode 42. How are you guys doing? How has your weekend been? How have you been doing since I last taught you? That's what I want to know. That is all I want to know. Just if you tell me that, then I'll be all right. <laughs> so the McGregor-Khabib fight was last night. The The anticipated fight was last night. And I didn't watch it. I, t- I totally didn't watch it. I was watching the Yankees game two against Boston from beginning to end. That's what I was doing last night. But I got up and read some headlines because I was like, what happened uh, with McGregor? And evidently, Connor got put in a submission and he tapped out. And then Khabib jumped out of the octagon and started attacking some of Connor's entourage in the crowd. And Connor McGregor even got attacked, right? after after he got the beat down right and i thought that this was kind of bad this kind of like this kind of looked bad on ufc you know what i mean like they can't rein in their people any better but at the same time you know i was kind of happy to read that connor said that he would not be pressing charges and you know, that's that's like pretty classy, you know, because whatever, if you love Conor McGregor, don't like Conor McGregor, you know, he he got in trouble in the parking garage like earlier this year. Um, him and a bunch of his people came in and I think he threw a dolly at a bus and some people got hurt and and he actually got arrested and charged. And I think he might have gotten some community service or probably fined or something too but i mean he dished it out and he went down for it but i thought that it was kind of classy that he didn't press charges and he actually went on twitter and gave props to khabib for the win but i read that dana white is not really happy with with the state of things right now. So that's crazy. That is just crazy that that happened. I'll have to go back and watch that. Because I did not get to see it in real time. But, you know, hopefully there's some kind of rematch that I could see. You know? Because I think that they're both good fighters. But that is all I'm going to say about that today. I have some cool stuff to talk to you people about. And I'm back, baby. And we're going to do it to it right now very well very soon after this okay after this right now all right so let me tell you what i got for you today i'll I'll just jump right into it i won't lollygag i won't pussyfoot around (laughs) Uh, so today I thought that I would do things a little bit differently than I usually do because usually if I have anything even remotely serious 
I wait until the end of the podcast to do what I want to do with the serious stuff. But I think that I'll just get it over with now, you know, at the beginning of the podcast, and then move into the more light-hearted subject matter. So, what I thought that I would do today is, like, the last few podcasts, I've been talking a lot about death. And I was like, man, I gotta quit talking about death. Either I'm talking about, like, I'm either talking about death, or I'm talking about, like, peeing. Or, like, bathroom humor. And I was like, can I go one podcast without talking about, like, dead people and pee? And so I think that I'm on to something today, so I don't think that I'll be talking about dead people and pee today, even though that's why some of you may come here is because you love to hear about death and, like, morbid stuff and pee jokes. So I'm sorry this is going to let you down today. And I thought after I did all that damage, (laughs) all that damage to you, maybe I needed to talk about, like, something more cultured. And so I have, I know in the past I did a Shakespeare sonnet and then I kind of broke it down. And I thought today what I would do is like a short poem by Walt Whitman. And then I would break it down for you and tell you what I think about it. This might not, I'm not a literary genius and I'm not some, you know, English major. But I mean, I think that that's what's cool about music and about, um, poetry and people's writings is you can kind of just take it you know what you what it means to you you know you can kind of take it like that I know that there's a bunch of classes and things where people are like well what did he mean what was Walt Whitman trying to say well he did see I had to bring up death <laughs> again but I just thought that I would read it I thought that it was an interesting an interesting poem because I was reading some Shakespeare being like man what fancy Shakespeare can I put in the podcast but then I was like man I don't even feel like doing Shakespeare right now so I found this by Walt Whitman and it's short and sweet so it won't drag out it will not drag out so check it out alright it's this poem called Sometimes with One I Love alright by Walt Whitman Alright, sometimes with one I love, I fail myself with rage for fear I effuse unreturned love. But now I think there is no unreturned love. The pay is certain one way or another. I loved a certain person ardently, and my love was not returned. Yet, out of that I have written these songs. Right? So that's a pretty cool little poem. And I think that there's a lot there. And as soon as I read that, as soon as I read that, I thought about that, um, what Alfred Lord Tennyson said, tis better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. Right. And that's what I thought as soon as I read this poem, I thought about that. And um, something that I thought that was interesting about what women did here was the association of fear with love like right off the top he associated fear with love when he said let's see i fill myself with rage for fear i effuse unreturned love so i was like i was like hmm well that's interesting you know and then he associates um he associates rage with fear too um 
and all that is all that all that rage is 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 a defense against uh it's like a defense mechanism that people automatically throw up when they have fear you know what i mean it's like if 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 you're fearful you know that you're not going to get this love back um you might be filled with rage um kind of as a defense it's like a defense mechanism against vulnerability you know what i mean you don't want to feel vulnerable so that's just how I took it, you know. And then I started thinking about when I, you know, I read this and then reread it. I re-reread, re-readed it. Um, I was like, well, what even is love? And then I was like, well, that's way too broad of a, a question for my podcast. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to attempt to, you know, talk about what love is, you know. But one aspect of love is that it is a it's like totally trusting someone um and trusting that they won't destroy you you know and i think that love is a verb so it's kind of an action and then i started thinking about um what he said in this short little poem and he said that pretty much there is no unreturned love um by the end of it you know, so there is, and and I think that that what that kind of means is that if you if you love someone, um, it's never. I don't think that it's ever in vain. Um, it might suck, and it might you know be a negative experience in your life. Um, but I I started thinking about um, lost love. Because he was like, you know, I'm writing these songs, you know, and that's what I got from it, pretty much, you know, the experience. And so I started thinking about lost love and some of the things that you get from lost love. And some of the, a couple of the things that I thought of where you can get wisdom, you know, you can get wisdom from experiences in your life because you are growing older and you are growing as a person um both physically and intellectually and so you can gain wisdom from past it doesn't have to be past mistakes because i mean if you if you're with someone and you love someone and you're like look this just isn't working out um you know you can gain wisdom by not maybe going into certain situations that you previously went into if a loved one dies um you can gain wisdom um if you get burned if somebody burns you really bad you know of course you gain wisdom and knowledge from that knowledge is something that kind of goes hand in hand with wisdom i guess um or if you burn somebody and hurt somebody else you can gain wisdom from that like i don't want to be that person i want to i don't really want to keep you know living like that so you know you gain wisdom and knowledge um fond memories are something else that you gain you know what i mean fond memories are something that i guess i guess that's to some people that's not to everybody but that's to some people you know fond memories of of um love you lost children that can be another you know something that you gain from from unreturned love uh, gratitude for life itself, you know, 
like if you love somebody and just that's terrible and doesn't work out then you know that can give you a renewed uh gratitude for life um and little things in your life and for yourself you know and a new outlook you know a new outlook on life after you know an experience like Walt Whitman is talking about here but I think the new outlook kind of goes back to wisdom and knowledge so you know there's that so there's a whole host of things that can be taken from you know Walt Whitman's poem and I'm not going to talk about it any farther I think that I probably butchered it enough and you know um <laughs> misrepresented everything that he was probably trying to say when he wrote that but so there's that you're welcome for the culture oh, I'm out of it this morning I'm out of it I stayed up late last night watching um, Yankees baseball I was watching game 2 game 1 they lost Friday night and I fell asleep I fell asleep during uh the first game of the series they're in Boston and so I was like last night I was like man I'm not going to miss out on this I actually even took a nap yesterday because I was so I mean I had to see this game I had to see what happened and so I watched it from beginning to end and it was just it was phenomenal I mean we lit them up Gary Sanchez which is the um which is the catcher for the New York Yankees. I mean, he represented last night. He he did something that a catcher for the Yankees has not done in the postseason since um, Yogi Berra did it in Game 7 of the 1956 World Series. Gary Sanchez hit two home runs last night, right? And that hasn't been done by a Yankees catcher in the postseason and let's see, 62 years, 62 years, so it was kind of like, it was kind of cool watching that happen, Gary Sanchez kind of has hit a slump, you know, during the end of the regular season, and a lot of people, it kind of made me mad, because a lot of people kind of threw him under the bus, and I, that always aggravates me, you know, I know, my team's the New York Yankees, and I know that you want to win, and I know that you're used to winning, but, I mean, I can't stand, I cannot stand when when athletes hit a slump and they just get written off. You know what I mean? That's your boy. He's on your team. Think of the incredible pressure that those athletes perform under. You know, just imagine being a New York Yankee. What kind of pressure that would be. You know, and not only a New York Yankee, but a starter, you know? That is just, I mean, that's, that would just be unbelievable pressure, you know. But let's see, Aaron Judge hit a home run, and then Sanchez hit two. We ended up winning 6-2 to two last night. And so now they're headed back to New York, and we will carry on the beat down there. <laughs> if you're a Boston fan, I'm not even sorry. I'm not even sorry for that. I'm just speaking truth speaking truth (laughs) but I know that everybody that listens to this podcast is probably not a baseball fan so I'm just not going to keep on going with that and so um 
so I'll stop now. But that's just uh, October baseball. If you're a Major League Baseball fan, if your team's still in this, October baseball, there's nothing like postseason baseball. There's just not. It's like electric, you know. But before I go on any further today, I want to do a promo. And this is a promo for a pretty cool podcast. It's called Piping Hot Tea with Vince and Emily. And they're just cool, man. This podcast is a podcast that I would recommend to somebody who wants something light and short. And, I mean, it's not two hours long. You're not going to get sick of these people. They keep it moving. It's not like they're like, oh, we got to we got to make this long and it just starts to get boring you know what i mean like these people are really really entertaining people um i listen i think the last episode was episode 20 and i i listened to it and it was the top 20 binge worthy shows and they were given you know their recommendations for you know the top 20 binge worthy shows some of them i agreed with them with them on um some of them I did not some of them I haven't seen I'm adding to my list but they're just really cool people and they'll make you laugh and it's just fun it's just fun and I love fun podcasts I just do I I like to laugh I like to I mean I just like people like Vince and Emily you can tell they're cool people and so here's their promo Hey everyone, I'm Vince. And I'm Emily, and we are hosts of Piping Hot Tea. Piping Hot Tea is a comedy podcast where we discuss anything and everything. You will not find another podcast like us. We bring you fresh, new, off-the-wall topics that are relatable and fun. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter for episode updates, debates, and so much more. If you want to connect with us, use the hashtag Piping Hot Podcast. You may hear us fight sometimes, because we pretty much fight in every episode. Seriously? Did you have to bring that up in the promo? What? Honestly. Did you... Okay, well, you might as well just end it. Okay. Okay. Piping Hot Tea with Vince and Emily. I can't recommend them enough. Go check them out. Rate, review. Just show them some love, people. Do what we do. All right, now we are going to trek into my favorite part of the podcast, which is just pure gibberish. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I like to do. This is my favorite thing to do on the podcast so let me throw a little backstory at you and then i'll get into what i want to talk about so i have this friend tony and tony uh has a podcast called conversations with god well we we will talk back and forth a lot on twitter and tony hit me with something interesting he hit me with a few things this week but he hit me with with this one thing in particular that I thought that I would talk about today and what it is is it is about the people that put eyelashes on their cars okay and I don't know I don't know I know that there's people that listen to this podcast that um, live overseas and I don't know if that is as big of a thing as it is in the United States. Um, I don't... I hope that it's not. (laughs) I hope that it's not for your sake. But he sent me this and was like, you know, what do you think about this? 
And I was like, all right, well, I got to think about this for a minute. And I thought that I would talk about it today just because some of the thoughts that I had made me kind of chuckle to myself. So this is what my initial reaction was, Tony, when I saw this, was um, an eye roll. <laughs> like, just when I see eyelashes that people put on cars it just kind of makes me want to roll my eyes right and i'm open-minded i'm an open-minded guy i i am like if you are totally different from me and you believe totally different than me i'm a reasonable guy and i'll be like all right well let's talk about it you know why do you believe what you believe why do you do what you do you know what i mean but I'm really not even interested in why why people put eyelashes on their car. I think I can kind of, I don't know, I kind of have a vague idea of why people do. But another thought that I had, like when I first saw these things, when I've first seen these things in the past is like, how did these things hold up in heavy rain and snow? You know what I mean? like the eyelashes will sag down in front of your lights i guess that it wouldn't be too bad but it's just kind of i don't know it just seems kind of stupid to me i'm sorry if you have eyelashes on your car you know has there ever been this is something else if, if you're ever involved in road rage where someone jumped out of an eyelash car you know if someone was mad at me you know and we were in a bunch of traffic and they jumped out of an eyelash car, I don't think that I could control my laughter. I think that I would just be like, dude, get back. You get back in your eyelash car. You know what I mean? So I think that what it is, is is kind of a woman's equivalent to testicles on trucks. Have you seen? I don't know if that's all over the country. I don't know. But in the south, east, where, where I reside, there are all these trucks like all these uh pickup trucks and men and in some cases women too they will hang these testicles underneath the back side of their truck like my truck has testicles and you know i'm a man i'm a man and so when i see that i kind of it kind of brings about the eye roll too like yeah dude we know you're a dude, you know, if it's a huge drug, we know what you're trying to say here, you know what I mean, and, you know, if you're a woman that has eyelashes on her motor vehicle, I just kind of imagine, like, man, I have eyelashes, not only on my head, my car grew eyelashes because I sat in it, <laughs> cars don't blink, lady, cars don't blink, and so now what you're doing is you're driving this big dead looking creature you know that never blinks you know if you're gonna put if you're gonna put eyelashes on your on your car then i think that it should at least blink so it doesn't look dead you know what i mean because when i look at it it just reminds me of some big dead creature that's laying there you know what i mean 
and you're in it like you're the puppeteer that's inside this big dead creature see i'm talking about death again i'm sorry <laughs> but i was like it doesn't even blink so it's like staring at some some lady's big face and her eyelids never come down and that's just that is just weird you know and not not to even mention this imagine if you are in the bad side of a big city you know like a crime uh, what's the word like a crime infested area like where there's a lot of crime in a big city let's just say Atlanta you're in Atlanta it's the middle of the night you're at a red light and you have a car in front of you and a car behind you so you're kind of boxed in and you know there's people out that might rob somebody you know what I mean if they see eyelashes on a car right that has robbed me all over it <laughs> that has robbed me all over it so you're just kind of asking for it if you have eyelashes on your car you're just kind of asking for it so tony my opinion about this is this is totally ridiculous it's a ridiculous thing kind of like the testicles on trucks i actually had a volvo i had this old volvo and it was actually my favorite car that I've ever owned. It wasn't my nicest car um, by any stretch, but it was my favorite car. I loved this Volvo. I had it. I had this car for longer than I ever had any other car. Um, and I actually, when the testicle thing first, when I first started seeing people doing it, I actually wanted to hang testicles in the back of my Volvo. Um, you know just to be sarcastic and you know whenever i would hit a bump i thought they would hit the ground and sparks would fly out and it would just be funny you know but i didn't do it out of self-respect <laughs> out of respect for myself and others you know because i don't the last thing that you want in your face you know when you're driving is the testicles of somebody's truck in front of you or, you know, the eyelashes of a big dead-looking creature coming toward you, you know. And they're real big. I see them a lot on VW Bugs. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the Herbie, like the Love Bug. Oh, my car's alive. Or that you're just... I mean, what it comes down to is you're trying to call attention to yourself. Honestly, let's be honest. Let's be honest with each other. You know, and I try, I try, I try so hard to be positive on my podcast. But this is something that I was asked about. And I, I really don't feel that strongly about it. If you want to put, you know what would be funny? What would be funny is if you have eyelashes in the front and testicles in the back. Now that would be my, I would say, if you're going to put eyelashes on your car big long stupid looking eyelashes <laughs> then you should hang a pair in the back as well and then you know i would think that that's hilarious and you know that has my seal of approval so tony that's what i think thanks for for throwing that to me brother next week next week i have some cool stuff to talk about i know that my podcast was a little bit shorter today it just i didn't want to go crazy like i've been going lately and i think that i read that a lot of people listen to 20 minutes of a podcast and that's like on average so 
maybe I need to tighten it up a little bit. Do you understand? But I really do appreciate everyone who listens to my podcast. Thank you for the support. Um, If you would, please go to iTunes and give me a review. I'm not going to tell you to give me a five-star review. um, But I would appreciate it if you would. You know, that means a lot to me. Um, I really have a lot of fun doing this podcast. And, uh, you know, what that does is that just bumps up, um, bumps me up in the search results so people can find my podcast easier. Thank you for the reviews that I've gotten. Thank you for the support, for the kind words. Um, you guys are awesome. And I guess I'll talk to you next week. Take care of each other. And, uh, is there anything else? Is there anything? See how organized I am? (laughs) See how organized I am? Is there anything else? Oh, I know what to tell you. I'm on Twitter. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at GlennThinkStuff. That's my handle, at GlennThinkStuff. You can also email me, um, GlennThinkStuff at Yahoo.com. GlennThinkStuff at Yahoo.com. If you have a question or you want to hear me speak about a subject, I'll be glad to do it. I will be glad to oblige you. Um, if you check me out on Twitter, you'll know when my new episodes hit. You'll also know that if you subscribe. So do that. I love you. I'll talk to you next week. Peace out.